Hello, everybody. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 3 of the Muck and Meyer Podcast. Keith Glock, Brandon Fury. Brando, what's going on, man? What's up? Big night last night for the Ravens. I'm, I've been happy all day. I, I uh, In typical old man style, I was asleep by... Oh, come on. Uh, I think I watched the first play of the second quarter, and then I was out. Oh, well, you missed the game of the year. I'm sure you were probably disappointed after the... Uh... Falcons didn't have a good day. Oh, Falcons are not, haven't had a good day since, like, they haven't won a game since, like, November of last year. It's been a bad, I've been on the surf for 40 years. It's been a bad 40 years. Forget <laughs> it. So, anyway, uh, yes, congratulations on your Ravens. Yeah. Um, Want to get into a little bit about what's gone on so far, uh, you know, weeks one and two of the Meyer football season. We obviously didn't do Muck and Meyer last week because I was away. Uh, and then, uh, like an idiot, uh, the reason it didn't drop this morning in your pod feeds uh, was because... Uh, I didn't bring a microphone home, and no reason to bring you bad audio on a podcast because that just is idiotic. Yeah. So here we are, uh, Monday afternoon, uh, recording together, which I uh, I enjoy better anyhow. Yeah, me too. So, so all right, so two games. Well, actually, no. Before we even get into the games, uh, one of the biggest notes that we you know kind of snuck up on us a little bit from the game against Woodbridge, uh, we found out Friday afternoon, and I know it was a game time decision that you uh, were not going to be playing in that game. Tweaked something in practice. How are you feeling? How are things going? What does it look like for your status this coming week? Yeah, I mean that was that was tough to to kind of watch that game just from the sideline, not being able to help my team. Um, yeah, I tweaked my hamstring in practice. Um, feeling better though. Uh, hopefully we'll get out there this week. Um, just really excited to be able to hopefully get back out there. Had to be like the most frustrating thing in the world. I would think just sitting there on Friday night. Uh, yeah, I was I was talking to Alex about it. Um, I was just like that that was probably the best crowd we've had since my freshman year, and to not be able to play in front of it, um, and then obviously the result that happened is kind of unfortunate. Yeah. So, okay. Hopefully we'll be happy to have you back on uh, on Friday night. Um, three game road trip coming up. Before we look ahead, let's look back. Um, two games, no points. Yeah, I think I speak for a lot of Cougar Nation when I say, "What's going on?" Yeah. Um, well, can't win if you can't score, so that's that's why we uh, have a zero in the win column. As for the zero in the points column, both week, um, it's just us us shooting ourselves in the foot. It's it's really not anything that uh, while well, well, they're two great teams, uh, ranked pretty high in the state right now, Linden and Woodbridge. It was nothing that they did, and just more about what we did: getting penalties, um, missing easiest blocking assignments or easy throws, and all of that. When you're when you're playing from behind the sticks, it, it's tough. You don't have plays for for third and twenty. Like you, you don't have plays in the playbook for that. Um, and just when we're constantly putting ourselves behind the sticks and just having to claw back just to get back on schedule, um, it's tough. And then that combined with playing Woodbridge and playing Linden doesn't make it any easier. So we got to clean some things up, which um, we have a great coaching staff, um, so I'm sure they'll help us. And, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you got to produce. So, Well, you know, and it's funny. Like, I want to – I'm always, like, trying to delve deeper in some of this stuff too. Like, and, you know, you mentioned I'm a Falcons fan. Week one of the Falcons season, there's false starts all over the place. They're offsides. They're the procedural penalties that are pre-snapped. That's some of the things that you're talking about here for this Montgomery team. And just like you just did, Arthur Smith stands up in front of the media and says, "We got to get it cleaned up." The procedures. So I'm like, now as a counselor, I'm like, well, what does that mean? Like, you know, what I mean, for the people out there that haven't played football and put their hand in the dirt across from another 260 pound guy, how do how does 
maybe those things happen? Like, what would you say is there or is there a theme as to why those kinds of procedural penalties have happened? And like, what do you actually do to clean them up rather than just saying, well, we got to clean them up? Like, yeah. how do we do that? Well, first off, um, you know, we're a young team still. Um, that's also a big part of it. First, uh, whether we like it or not. Um, guys are going to get nervous. Guys are going to get excited, which is good. But having to just, just channel that to not whether it's jump off sides or hold, right? And, well, how, well, how do we how do we fix that? You just re- you rep it. Um, like anything, you don't just get better by sitting around and waiting for the next week. Um, you get better by working in practice, running the same sides. There's no one when to let go on a, um, when they get a holding penalty on like a, a zone run. I know we had one against Woodbridge, um, one of the, our few good plays. Um, come back and when you, when you do that it just it just kills your team um so just working on that in practice go through the win and watch you know watch some of that film to see all of this stuff what do you have to do in order to kind of reset things and kind of almost start over yeah well what we have to do is we have to score and we have to fix it um at the end we're gonna amp it up a little bit um, guys are going to start playing with some more excitement. I feel like it's something we kind of lost, whereas, like, at the start, if uh, – I know you weren't at – Meyer wasn't at the quads, um, but that first quad, we were playing with so much energy, and it was because we were playing with energy in practice, and we kind of lost that, and that has resulted in why we haven't scored a touchdown uh, in over a month. We haven't – we didn't score a touchdown against Central uh, or, obviously, Linden or Woodbridge, so – just kind of getting that intensity back in practice. Um, and what we said to the team, what I, what I said to the team is, like, we're, we're not going to lose again. We, we can't lose again. We can't afford it. We're, we're 0-2. Uh, we already lost the game because of the storm. So that's when we're not going to get back. Uh, so we're, we're running out of, out of time to, if we want to try to make a run with the playoffs. Another thing you just said, like, and it just kind of takes me back to through all of it, just the opportunity to play being – such a reward and maybe for like the adults in the world out there you know like who are just fans of stuff we tend to be a little more results oriented you know but for you as a senior just to be able to play football after potentially you know I know you got to to play last year but you know things were different and you know would we even be able to have games against other teams you know those were real concerns now so for you just to be able to have that opportunity as you see the finish line really kind of coming into view here. What's that like for you with, with that approach to, to just kind of making the most of every moment? Yeah, well, first off, it'd be nice to play and not have to sit out with a hamstring injury. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so it's 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 exciting um, knowing that, like, this is it. Like, this, this is my last shot. Um, something that with, obviously, COVID – we weren't able to pick up where we left off sophomore year. Um, I thought that team last year, the 2020 team, uh, could have done some things if uh, if we had a, a opportunity to play for a championship. But obviously we didn't, so we kind of just have to take that. We learned from it. We learned how to adapt with all the COVID stuff. Um, and then now we, we know that, that this is it, but also it can get taken away from us at any time, uh, as much as I'd like it to be. COVID's not over. We can still have an outbreak, get shut down, miss two games, like just like that. And as we saw with with the storm, that could take a game away. And who who would have thought that this year a game would be taken away not because of COVID, not because of forfeit or whatever, 
because of a storm you know like yeah things things happen and and you know it helps build character we got a resilient group um which is why i think we're gonna be able to bounce back from you know, like then for like the college and pro fans sometimes they break this down into little pieces and say well if we were owing two in the first part now what you know what do we have to do in the next couple pieces i know you touched on that a little bit but um I think I'm more just saying, like, do you have a, a more compartmentalized sense of what's going on? Does this 0-2 start maybe put a little more of a, hey, let's just focus on f- this Friday because we can't win eight games, you know, yeah. you know, this week? Yeah, I mean, I know it's a little cliche, but, I mean, it really is. you got to play every season, every every week as if it's a one-week season. We're 0-0 every week, whether we win or we lose. Um, and that, that mindset is, is that's how you break the playoffs. If we went uh, at a home playoff game, we got to go win six straight. No, we got to score a touchdown first. So we got to score a field goal first. We got to get a point first before we can start talking about, you know, games down the line. Um, so we're we're all focused on Colonia right now. That's um, where we need to be focused on. Last person I wanted to touch on has kind of been Mr. Everything for you guys is Alex Benitez. Um, he's certainly the most visible player on the field because he's the quarterback, but also because he has been. You know, uh, if I had to put a percentage on it, greater than 90% of the team's offense, you know, to this point. And that's not really necessarily shocking when you look at him through the view of, you know, where he ranks all time in Montgomery uh, statistics. And we talked a little bit about that in the pregame last week. Uh, What just what does Alex mean to you guys in terms of his importance and his leadership and his value? Oh, man, he's everything. Um, When... When we need the offense to go, it's going to start with him. And when the offense isn't going, it's also going to start with him. Um, and he's done a good job of kind of shouldering that. Like, when we're when we're 0-2 with, with no points, you know, a lot of people are going to look at him. They're not going to look at me. They're not going to look at the linemen. They're not going to look at the receivers. They're going to get him. And, and he's done a good job of kind of keeping a level head. He knows what he has to do to improve. He knows what he has to keep doing. Um and and it's gonna it's gonna fall into place. We we have too too much of a, a, a hardworking team, hardworking coaches, and just talent where it, that it's not gonna fall into place. It, it will. It's gonna come. Um, but it's not gonna come like I said before by just sitting here. Like it's it's gonna come right. practice and film and extra time and and that stuff. That's how that's how you get better. He, he's had you know he's on the cusp of all of these great things. You know I mean all time leading. Or the all-time rushing leader in Montgomery history. You know, we know he has the most rushing touchdowns. He's six points shy. Does if the team isn't winning, does it? Because you know Alex, and he's a pretty humble guy. Is that does this take away from any any of the accomplishments that he's kind of on the cusp of? Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't. I mean, what he, he's he's been on three straight games. Boy, honestly, not really in high school for me, at least, other than. I mean, you always want to play in front of your crowd. Um, but, you know, the road game is just a business trip. Um, we play teams that are very far away, so it's long bus rides. Um, definitely don't want to have a long bus ride home like we did against Linden. Um, but it's just it's just taking care of business. I'm not sure if we're playing at any senior night or anything. Well, here's the ruining things. <laughs> the head coach of uh, the Cougars, Zoran Milic, uh, in the pregame show of that one. And we're cooking up uh, maybe a little bonus Muck and Meyer pod, hopefully with the new athletic director of Montgomery, Chris Grundy. And hopefully we'll have that to you a little bit later in the week. So everybody hang with us. 